This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Welcome back to Dum Dums and Dragons, where improvisers who've never role-played before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. I am the Grand Wizard Bukake, your host. Alan is still missing, but our hero's ambush of the Unseen Hand was ultimately successful. Then again, can the damage to the town be repaired? How can they free Neverwinter from the Unseen Hand's military forces? Will Bucky slaughter all the surrendering enemies before they can even be interrogated? Find out next on Dom Doms and Dragons. So we have a knight in a tree. Yeah, the we gotta go help dead. him down. Bucky like points a charge ring. Bucky, he's like, no, 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 don't. It's fine. We don't. need someone. The last alive. two were real spooky. <laughs> I'm an initiative. So having successfully and violently murdered everyone, you successfully rescued Bucky and a number of loyalist Greywater mercs. And you now have access to A, a bunch of Greywater uniforms, and B, the three prison carts. Awesome. So I'd say right now, what we would probably do this day is heal up as many people as we can. I'd revivify as many people as I can. And then I'm imagining we'd spend at least the night repairing town slash fixing up the wagons so they look right. Mm -hmm. Because, I mean, one's full of bullet holes. We've probably got to cut our losses on number one. Yeah. But two and three. Oh, no, it's been smashed to centers when I body slammed the Minotaur into it. Oh, that was two. Three is completely untouched. Three is untouched. We'll see what we can do to one. Raises a hand and says, I know a spell called mending that allows me to magically repair things. Okay, then we want Bucky to fix one and two. And I assume all their fields and stuff were gone and burned and all that shit, right? Around the town? Around Fandolin? Yeah, Yeah, Yeah. realistically. Okay, so I would like to spend eight hours performing plant growth where basically within a half mile radius, I can enrich the land. It enriches the land for a year. So, you know, enough to get them back on their feet and the plants yield twice the amount of food. Oh, man. Which nice. is great because they have half the number of people. I yeah. like to imagine that's great. That's a montage of you just like running through the fields, throwing seeds I, in the yes. air. Yes. It's Old very... Johnny apple seed on them. There's just like flowers flying around me and I'm just running around looking like an idiot. But oh. it's very joyful. While she's doing that, we're going to be fixing up the wagons. In wagon two, the one that had the big empty inside, we're going to transport the Gatling gun. Why don't we just drive the wagon up into a 
was. It's like an Italian job situation of just like a <laughs> wagon holding another wagon. But is that a like an escape vehicle? <laughs> Wagonception. Yeah. Before the puns, no. But at this point, After it's just a weird fucking turducken full of guns. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we have the gun ducking. I think if we're going to take one volunteer from the town, sadly, it's got to be that little girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's badass yeah. AF. She absolutely will Actually, get the job Actually, I think what done. we're going to do is, since I don't know how Jim Jim's doing, is he okay? I mean, he's pretty rough, but he's all right. Yeah, so I think temporarily we're going to shift Nundren and Gundren to the Sword Squad and we'll let the little girl be in charge of the roofs. So they'll stay for their own defense. We'll arm all the Greywater people that we have because I'm imagining they're going to be ready to turn Greywater back to good. So they're going to be our prisoner ambush. So we'll give them whatever weapons and other stuff we could get from the rest. Isn't there just one dude who was in the tree? No, no, prisoners. Oh, we don't know oh, who was those in guys. A. Yeah, okay. Any yeah. of the other prisoners will go with us. Uh, the guy in the tree, we sort of got to interrogate to find out what the hell's going on back at Neverwinter because they're just parked out front, right? For posterity, I'm rolling some hit dice in the downtime. We'll spend the day getting everything put together. We'll wake up the next day and then we'll figure out what our plan is. You take a much needed and much well-deserved rest. You all sleep very well. You're able to recover hit points spent. You're able to recover spells you've used. And the next day you set about coming up with your plan. So you've got the knight who is in custody. The townsfolk are busy enjoying the rapidly growing vegetation, which is very strange. But, you know, at this point, eh, strange is kind of par for the course. Bucky is using mending to fix the wagon, and Yevgenovich is watching, taking notes, assuming that just by touching metal, it will fix itself. So he's <laughs> like, I can do this in the future. I know how now. Bucky's not correcting him. It's important for you to believe in yourself. <laughs> and in his touring facility and picking up slack and figuring out if the town survives, how best sort of reset up the Temple of Moonhammer and, and gift shop. So what would you guys like to do? I think we've got the Waterdeep guys. We've geared them up. we got everything in place. I need to interrogate the Greywater guy to figure out where the hell we're going to try to deal with this. Mm-hmm. Anyone else want in on that? Traditionally, I do good cop, bad cop. And I can ju- assist. Juniper, you're terrifying cop. <laughs> so I think, yeah, you should help me with that one for sure. And Polko, are you going to get in the room too since this is one of your former brothers in arms? Yeah, I think so. But that might be one of those things where if there's like a two-sided window mirror type situation, I might want to listen in so I can determine what he's lying about and what he's telling the truth about. Right, and so then, you're going to be like the angry police chief who nods or shakes their head? Yeah, I'm Lieutenant Van Buren back behind the, the glass. <laughs> yeah, right, you are. All right, great. Being like, come back with a warrant. <laughs> so he's the chief, and yeah. then the chief secretary's Quinny. So <laughs> get to over this shit. If this is Brooklyn Nine-Nine terms, Quinny's just our Gina. I'm Gina. <laughs> I mean, if we're going to have a stenographer taking notes, it would definitely be Bucky. He'd be so thrilled. He's our boil. He's going to Santiago that shit. He's definitely <laughs> he our boil. Oh, yeah. Guys, did we make Brooklyn Nine-Nine by accident? Because <laughs> yeah, so Our Santiago's been possessed by a demon and disappeared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah, now she's a Rosa. So I, I think if we want to do the interrogation, we could do it at the temple maybe and set it up so we can do like trick lighting with thaumaturgy and shit so that you guys, Polka and Quinny, could be in the back room and we just do all front light so you can't see anything behind it if you're sitting in the sure. interrogation chair. There are four lights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So we can go in and do the interrogation and then go into the back room and like close the door and talk about what's happening sure. that you guys can see in here without being seen. So you move in there and you move around some of the goblin injection site chairs and just clean up some of the corpses, blue goo everywhere, kind of adds to the ambience. You drag the knight in, you strap to a chair, and then you thaumaturgically blind him with four lights. I'll be up front so I can, so come, can come in. in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So and to be clear, I blind him with three lights. That's the trick. Tell him how many lights there are. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, great. Love it. These are Star Trek jokes, Tyler. I vaguely get that. I remember people saying there are four lights in voices under duress before. <laughs> yeah. So that's all set up. So I walk in. I'm still in my full gear. I, I take a stool. I bring Gobble Jr. in with me because he's always there. And I'm like, well, we know you're legally allowed to have an emotional support animal. So Gobble Jr. sits on one side and I put my stool down. I'm like, what's your name? My name is Harry Beecher. <laughs> 
It's a good name, Harry. Uh, totally believable. That's one hundred percent your actual physical name. I hear that voice whisper through. Like it's it's a thaumaturgical intercom. <laughs> you can chime in. <laughs> well, you know, if coming from a guy named Butthole Farch, I can't really judge anybody based on name quality. So, <laughs> Harry, what's going on, man? Why are you coming through? You got an ambush set up and everything. Giant Minotaur in a bin. Seems like a lot for the number of prisoners you guys were taking. It wasn't about the prisoners. It was it was about you. You me too. Told us that you'd taken back Fandolin. We were supposed to. Trojan horse our way in, you know, from that famous Faerun myth of Troy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Troy, the really pissed off halfling who wanted revenge by hiding inside a cake. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's where I got that from. I knew, see, I always forget the books I read, mm. and then I remember enough about me. Back to the questions. So, obviously, you fucked that up. Now, I don't know what's going on with this. Are you going to be in trouble if we were to let you go back? Potatoes will be furious to hear that two of his fries are dead. I can't believe you killed them. The fries are supposed to be unstoppable. And well, it turns out they're not that unstoppable. So what exactly is the setup with potatoes right now? You want to roll me a check of some sort? Yeah, I think I'm going to go with persuasion. I'm like, mm-hmm. come on, we got to figure this out. We're all partners. You know, I was in Greywater before and I flashed him the hand sign again. That would be an eight. He also rolled an eight. It's like, that's a really old hand sign, man. You, you may have been part of the outfit, but that was a long time ago. I'm an old timer. That's the whole deal. So... Clearly, you got some injuries. I mean, they may not be severe, but you know how that's going to happen with blue goo and goblin corpses. Like, it's probably not ideal for you to just be left in here for a couple hours. Let's uh, maybe make a trade. You know, you tell me what's going on with uh, the Commander Potatoes and everybody and where they're situated. Maybe I can heal up those wounds for you. Yeah, I did get stuck in a tree. I don't think I've got good combat ability here. So uh... Yeah, Prinduncle did not do you any favors. Remember, we're the villains. We didn't hit you that hard for your story. Your own team did. Yeah, you know what? <laughs> You're right. Fuck that. <laughs> uh, he gets a little more comfortable, and he's like, all right, well, as long as you can assure me my safety you'll, you'll heal me up oh yeah absolutely the unseen hand is in the process of handing neverwinter over to Greywater. commander's finally making good on his promise what promise was that oh i mean i guess you're, you're an old timer he promised us a place of our own and that's what he's building you all want to settle down look man the world's changing it's getting harder out there for a mercenary corporation everything we believed in everything we fought for is, is gone have you seen what's happening the nation of akai is rolling over Faerun. Anyway, the commander is taking over Neverwinter. We're going to turn it into something better. You think they're going to let you have Neverwinter? The whole thing, the whole goal of the Greywater Syndicate, I mean, and then I hit my thaumaturgical button. I'm like, Captain, we know the deal. Greywater was about make some money, don't get pinned down. People who get pinned down get killed by people like Greywater. Correct? Uh, that's correct. <laughs> I, I take the button off. I'm like, that was the deal. You just set yourself up to get fucking killed. Look, man, I don't call the shots. I just take him. So you're like cool with this? Getting beat up and well, then getting no, pinned man, down no, no, I'm, not, I'm not cool about it, but I mean, what, what the fuck am I going to do? Do you see what happened to me with that Minotaur? He's got a whole squad of fries. I mean, what the commander says goes. And honestly, what he said sounded pretty reasonable. I mean, I miss getting paid. I mean, that's kind of what we're about. But again, it's it's just my job to follow orders. See, this is really disappointing to hear. So they're in Neverwinter now, or when is it getting handed yes. over? So he explains that in the next few days, the uh, Unseen Hand is going to hand over Neverwinter to the Greywater Syndicate. It seems whatever they came to the town for, they have secured. The one condition is that they leave the cloak tower to the Unseen Hand. But yes, uh, Commander Potatoes will have full control of the city in a few days. They're doing a big ceremony to hand it over to him. They're going to unveil the big statue of the God of War they've erected in the center of town. My balls shrivel up <laughs> into my body as I hear the phrase God of War. Who's who's doing the handoff? I don't know, some Unseen Hand bigwig. So you're just going to take a brutalized population and be the new brutalizers? That's Potatoes' plan? Is he getting paid at least? No, he's not getting paid. So he's just taking a managerial position full of administration with no payment? Well, no, no. Like it, It's going to be our town. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. Yeah, I'm just going to go walk into the back office. I close the door so you can't hear me. Look, what the fuck am I supposed to be asking this guy? He just sounds like an idiot. <laughs> doesn't sound like he knows very much unless he knows the tactical disposition of the Greywater forces. Yeah, I can probably get him to draw us a map or some shit of that yeah. or like what, what's going on in Neverwinter. In terms of their motivations, he's clearly on the outside. He doesn't know what the fuck's going on or why they're doing it. 
Quinny, am I missing anything off the top of your head? Um, Don't say kill him, I know. No, no, I know. <laughs> I think I'm starting to get the hang of some of this power that I've got. I could probably weaken his resolve if you want to get more out of him. Well, I'm just like, what do we want to get? I'm, I'm literally out of... Qu- his answers all check out. Like, I don't think he's lying about any of this. Yeah, then maybe we don't need to put him to the screws or anything. You want to know why they're doing it. And so far, the reason why it doesn't make sense. Well, they're, right? being, they're being given a city. That's it. It's sort of it's self-intrinsic. If they've given up on being a mercenary company, then congratulations. You're I'm trying to think a of a conquering regime now. Yeah, great. You're the Tingler family. Like, congratulations. You've gone from being a relatively good group of mercenaries to terrifying dictators who are going to have to enforce the rule through murder. So I think I'll just get us the map of shit. Uh, we need to know where they are and yeah, what positions. the setup is. I'd like to know. I mean, maybe you guys can even tell me this, but I'd like to know more about the fries, a forearmed dude and a smelly wizard was kind of a nasty surprise. Yeah, and Prince Uncle's is just a mascot, so shit, he's a fry, yeah. Okay, I'll Some get us- tenants maybe? I don't know. I'll get us a list of the fries and what he knows about the fries and a map. And if he starts fucking around at all- Wait, wait, ask him for the map and then ask if you can have fries with that. Oh, that's good. Oh. Okay, so I, I open the back door and I walk back in and I pull up my stool again. And I say, look, see, the animal's still here. We're following the rules. And Gobbledyer's like, snarf, snarf, and just like rubs his hand and pretends to be supportive. I need you to draw me a map of where everything's laid out in Neverwinter and where the troops are located and what's going on with the Unseen Hand and and uh, the Greywater Syndicate. And then I want some fries with that. And I'm like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can supersize that for you. Oh, you're the man. Okay, good. Because, yeah, I need a list of the fries and what their abilities are and that kind of stuff and what they're up to. Look, I, I can give you a bit of that, but, again, I'm low down the ladder here, man. I, I You're talking to me like I'm, I'm, I'm Commander Potatoes himself. See, this starts sounding like you're really pushing back against what I want. No, I'm man, trying to I, keep I'm gonna things pleasant. I'm going to draw you a I will do what I can, but, like... Quinny outside the room, can you just check to see if this guy's lying? You're on thermaturgical mic with yeah. the captain, right? Yeah. yeah. All right, yeah, hold on. Was that going to be insight yeah. as opposed to investigation? So that's just a four. I mean, he is saying words. Yeah, no, that <laughs> sounds true. So here's the deal. I think you're telling the truth, but yeah. there's only one way to know for sure. And I take out my Forsaken helmet with the beholder on the front. I'm like, this is a magical helmet. And I know you guys can hear me in the room. And I'm like, when I put this on, it's going to sound like a spirit is walking into this room. And you're going to feel that spirit going into your mind. Now, you don't fight it. And you show it that you're telling the truth. Because if you're lying, it'll no. Okay? Okay. So I'm going to put my helmet on in three, two, one. Look into the eyes of the beholder. Medallion of thought. <laughs> <laughs> Cast detect thoughts. He's really worried about surviving this. Right, okay. Uh, and yeah, he's, he's trying to visualize a map. He's trying to think of everything he knows about the fries. Okay, I'm going to probe deeper. Don't resist the beholder. Look into the eyes of clack. So that is... 12. Yeah, I mean, again, emotionally, his entire unit was just wiped out. The fries are the scariest things he knows, and two of them are dead. So I look over at Quinny over his shoulder. I'm like, keep looking into the beholder, and I give him those <laughs> eyes that are saying, am I done? Do we stop the bit? Yeah, Quinny's like, gives you the thumbs up. Excellent. As I take off my helmet, you will think you hear the sound of a spirit leaving the room through the back door, and I pull the helmet off. Look, I saw the halfling. Is that who you're talking about? Yeah, basically. He read your mind and said you're good. So draw the map and write out a list of fries, uh, and I give him the stuff to do that. I'm like, Goblin Jr., keep being supportive. And then I, nerve. I go and I open the front door and I walk around the corner to see what, what, what Juniper looks like. I'm just waiting here. Do you need me? Here's the deal. He was actually pretty pleasant. So we already did a mind confirmation. You can just be nice. We don't we don't have to be scary anymore. So oh, okay. you can keep hanging out you as Echo. J-pop nightmare sure. child for nothing. <laughs> you can keep hanging out as Echo. Like, that's fine. We like Echo. Well, just until you know you don't need me anymore. Okay. Do you want to like play some dice while we're waiting? Yeah. <laughs> 
Okay, so I would like to play dice with Echo while we wait for him to draw a map and make a list. By the way, I'm like a small halfling child. And you're the bad cop slash heavy in this yeah. situation? <laughs> she came in as like a terrifying J-pop creature and stuck a knife in a guy's neck and threatened to kill him last time singing a song. So she's our official bad cop. Is That's outstanding. <laughs> yeah, so we're playing dice and then when we hear that he yells it's done, we'll go check it yeah, out. Yeah, so finishes it up rather quickly. So here are a few things in terms of the information. Polka and Butthole, can you each roll me an investigation check, please? Sure. Is there any way I can spin this into insight by using my gut <laughs> instead of my brain? No. Okay. This episode is sponsored by Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective mind. But now we sell t-shirts and hoodies and water bottles and a ton of amazing products, all because we use Shopify. Shopify is a global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system, wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It is 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Honestly, we tried to do merchandise for years, either to make things that were high quality, to make things that we could ship easily, to make things shippable in multiple markets. We just could not find that answer until we found Shopify. Once we got set up with them, it has been a breeze. Money transfers, no problem. Payments converted, it makes it so easy. I don't have to do anything manual. None of our team does to be able to provide high, high quality merch. Shopify gave us the control to be able to make our business even more successful. And it can do that for you because Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, their award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify, and yours should too. So sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums, D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B-S, now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's the way you get to hear this. The hosts of Dum Dums and Dragons are 420 friendly all year round, which is why we are excited to have IndiCloud back as a sponsor. As IndiCloud gets ready for summer, they're rolling out a new product, Danksickles. <laughs> It's got a great name, and I've never seen anything like this before. A summertime popsicle with 20 milligrams of cannabis. These bad boys come in wild cherry and blue race flavors, and you can mix and match with a pack of five or go with your flavor of choice. Danksicles are strong enough to share, but mellow enough to take to your next beach day or vacation. And unlike your sketchy neighborhood shop or dealer, IndiCloud gives you savings on every single order. It could be through their gold rewards program, their subscribe and save deals, or our special promo code just for Dum Dums and Dragons listeners. So please, right now, get 30% off your purchase. Head to indicloud.co slash dumdums to get 30% off your first order. And tell them that Dum Dums and Dragons sent you. That's I-N-D-A-C-L-O-U-D dot C-O, not com, C-O, slash dumdums, D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S, to get 30% off your first order. And let us know how the dank sickles are.
This episode is brought to you by our sponsor, Shopify. When we started podcasting, an online store was the furthest thing from our collective minds. But now we are selling some sick mugs. And it is so easy. All because we use Shopify. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. It'll help you turn browsers into buyers because it has the internet's best converting checkout, 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms, which means curious people are more likely to buy from you. And you can sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. One of the big problems Shopify solved for us was international shipping. Our shipping prices, if people were outside of the U.S., were through the roof. But the moment we switched over to Shopify, we were able to choose where our orders were being fulfilled from in different places, which meant shipping could be cheap for all of our fans everywhere around the globe. So if you were even thinking about opening a store, sign up now for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash dumdums, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash dumdums now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash dumdums. That's D-U-M-B-D-U-M-B-S. If you open a store with Shopify, you're going to be hearing that sound a lot. Ten. Three. It's not a great map, and the details are kind of sparse. You really do get the sense that this guy, he's a good fighter, but he's pretty far down the, down the chain, chain of command. But he's able to draw a very accurate map of the patrols leading to Neverwinter, so you've got a really good sense of who's coming and going. It seems that every few days there's another prison transport taking prisoners down the coast. It seems they've got a, a processing facility down there. Mm. They're shipping a lot of them out, so they've got that to the south. To the north, the garrison was located just outside of Neverwinter. It's now moved into the city. There's still a, a major checkpoint at the southern gate into Neverwinter. However, he is able to give you the gate codes that he uses for, for the past little while. He says they change pretty much every three weeks, but they're on midway through a rotation. So as long as you're not waiting a month, you should be fine. In terms of the fries, he obviously knows about the two that you killed. He also warns you about two more. One is a bit of a trickster. He's very intense and no one really ever knows what he's going to do. His name is Chickalus Nage, <laughs> <laughs> who, of course, is never seen without his pet owl, John Travowell. Very good. Uh, Yumi too, obviously, who he doesn't actually know that much about. He just sees him coming and going. I think in, terms, in Star Wars terms, it would be a bit like if you were a low-ranking stormtrooper on a different Star Destroyer and you knew of Darth Vader, but you don't see Darth Vader all the time. He's just yep. around. The only other one that he knows of that's on site, who is kind of a mysterious figure. Not many people know much about him. His name is Chad Underbottom. And Chad Underbottom is in a lot of ways the scariest of them because he just looks just a regular guy. Like he's just like a guy in just a nice button-up shirt. <laughs> Uh, just really very generic looking. And that means that everyone lives in constant fear because no one knows what he does. I see. He's very friendly. Mm. So those are the fries who are on site. A few of them are on missions around the globe. There are other contingents of gray water that are not in Neverwinter. However, those don't necessarily seem to be associated with Commander Potato's mission. He mentions that within gray water currently, and certainly Polka can attest to this, there is some dissension in the ranks about Commander Potato's current line of thinking. But again, they follow the chain of command. And with the fries, there's not much they can do on site. I honestly think that if we removed you, me too, and maybe a couple of the other fries, I think a lot of guys in the rank and file will turn. Well, I mean, in any of the gray beards or old timers, I mean, I'll be able to talk to them because they'll know me. Like yeah. I saved a shitload of their lives. All right. So this is awkward. We're going to have to like build a jail or something for you. Or you could just let me go. I'll just leave. You seem to be really pro Neverwinter though. So I'm worried you're well, going to turn around and want to join the city, which sort of look, screws us up. Look, I want to be part of that. But honestly, if I return and no one else does, they're going to 
wonder why. But here's what I think is going to happen. I think we can be very realistic with this and really nice. So there's two people in town that we sort of have some trust in. Uncle Jim Jim and Alfie. <laughs> we're going to get Not some, the second name I thought you were going to choose. We're going to shackle you up a little bit. Because, I mean, you did some damage to this town. Did I? Yeah, with all the all the shooting and everything. I mean, they did realized, some damage to the town. I, I didn't. Yeah, but we won the battle. And as you know, you get to rewrite history. So as far as I know, <laughs> you fired a chain gun into the town square a lot. That checks out. I mean, that's just... So what's going to happen well, if the is... the chief says so. We're going to let you work it off with them. Help out around town. Help them get their rum shack up and running. And when they feel like you're good to go, you're good to go. It won't be that long. Jim Jim's a pretty honest dwarf. I mean, I don't see that I have much of a choice. I think they'll let you go within a week or two, and that'll give us enough time that we're not scared of you fucking with us. So everybody wins. I tug butthole. I kind of tug your shirt and I was like... Yeah, don't tug my butthole. And I just say, do you want me to make sure he doesn't escape? Okay, wait, what? What? What's all this now? Hey, I don't know. Wait, is this like that crazy girl on top of the building with a gun? Yeah, it's it's in that spirit. Oh, yeah. no, we no, have, no, We have no. a couple of them. I'm going to be honest. You, you Do you know what? We're going to let you go, but this is what you need to know on the road, and you fucking tell them. There is an army of psychotic underage girls inside this town and if anybody fucking comes to Fandolin, they're gonna fucking die you know what based on my experience of Fandolin, yes <laughs> perfect and i unshackle them we're keeping your gear as an asshole tax now get out there and you tell them all that she'll kill you because there's so many of them there's her and then more and they'll fuck you up right echo harry if you try to escape oh my god we will definitely decapitate you. I unshackle I'm him go, and he I'm, runs. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. Yeah, he, he's he's like out the door, and it's one of those like hilarious in a movie where you know someone scares someone. He's like, whoa, and he's he's booking it. Leaves a hairy shaped imprint in the wall as he busts through. <laughs> yeah, it, you know? yeah. I reach down for a tiny high five from Echo. Ooh, thanks. <laughs> All right, you did good, kid. All right, we got to figure out our plan though. So why don't you bring Juniper back? She seems to be more the road type. Okay. Bye. Bye. So she goes to change, and I bring in the walking table. <laughs> <laughs> and then we can all sit around the walking table to make our plan. So, Polka, you know that Yumi 2 is a master sword fighter, but kind of in the ninja-y way, where he's been known to incorporate magic into his sword play. Ooh. In terms of the other fries, yeah, you know, uh, Chickless Nage is a chaos mage. Chickless Nage, <laughs> the chaos mage. Yep. That's how he picked his profession as a child. He's yeah. through career services, and he's like, but only if it rhymes. Rhyming is important. <laughs> Um, Harry Beecher is a mystery. I don't know. Potato you mean Chad Underbottom. Sorry, yes. I Harry mean Beecher, I think, is pretty well known. Yeah, he's, yes, he's no a mystery there. noted coward and incompetent. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Chad Underbottom is a question mark. Yeah, he honestly just dresses like a Mormon. Getting a real Pete from Deadpool mm. 2 vibe off of him. Yeah, pretty much. Okay, so you've got some time in town. What do you want to do? One last thing about what we just learned there they're shipping people out somewhere to like a processing facility down to the south. What are they doing with them there? We, I mean, just escaped from a foreign prison. There's weird cloning stuff going on. They're pumping people full of steroids in this town. I'm very worried about what they're doing to people. Do so. we, we want to go down there and bust up that operation and maybe free some people who will help us get into Neverwinter? Here's our challenge. We've got two ways we can go about this. How long is it to the prison? I'm assuming the map shows us, Tom. There are ways down the coast, probably a few days on the road. But the trade over in town is happening in a week, I think you said? Yep. Mm. So we sort of have two options, which is we can try to bust up the handover of Neverwinter and maybe get a shot at the Unseen Hand agent as well and try to stop Commander Potatoes from putting himself in charge. Or we go to the prison and bring the prison people with us there, but we won't get a shot at the Unseen Hand person necessarily. I will also point out that if you do want to attempt multiple things, and this is just kind of an interesting campaign note to you guys, as we start to move into the larger phases of the war, 
similar to when Assassin's Creed or uh, Mass Effect started giving you side missions you could send people on. If you want to assign a team to go do that for you, we'll roll some dice and see how effective they are. But for example, if you want to send Bucky, Annan, Yevgenovich, you could do that. You could call the airship for backup. There are a few things you can do if you so desire, or you can go in person. Because I don't think we have time to do both. Hmm. Does that make sense? It if close. we sent another team in the airship, they might have enough time to join us. They might be able to bring in the cavalry if they get lucky, and I'd be on board for that. I think Paladin Von Strauss for an unjust prison break. He had a bad time in the last prison because mm. he gave up his shit, but I don't think that would happen again. Mm. We could send Bucky. We'll send Nundren and Gundren because they're pretty good at like mining and busting down walls. We send the Greywater guys to make it look Greywater. And then they'll team up with Paladin Von Strauss and the airship can do it. So we can send them out to the airship and then we'll take the rest just enough to like hide us to get us into yeah. Neverwinter. That's the game plan. We feel good about that. They'll bring as many of the good guys as they can in whatever way they can come up with on the way back. Mm. Also, I know we have Yevgenovich. Do we want Annan or should we send Annan to maybe be the strategist of Team Prison Break? Yeah, Annan seems like a really good tactician. So we'll send Annan with Team Prison Break, but we'll keep Yevgenovich to man the guns with us. He's a good wild card. Okay, great. And then for those of us moving forwards, if we're worried about the prison situation, we can see what the prisoner convoys look like on their way past us. Because if they're looking a little soft, we can turn around and pick up those prisoners on the way. Yeah, I've got an idea for rigging some manacles to uh, appear to be locked, but I think I can file down the catch so that a little twist of the wrist and they can just pop off. Perfect. Then we have it for a high risk scenario. I'd hope, a gambit. Yeah, I'd hope we could just walk hmm. through, but if we can't, sold. All right. Does that make sense to everybody? We'll yeah, that works. Spend a day yeah. getting the manacles, getting the people ready, and we'll head out tonight. Hit the road. Perfect. Game on. Limited time engagement here. We got to get it done before the trade off. Yeah. Praise Moonhammer. Fuck Timothy Dalton. Let's do this. Yeah. Having dispatched your team to the south. You load up the wagon and start rolling north towards Neverwinter. Yeah, we're going to have claimed as many of the uniforms and stuff as we could from the dead guys. So we've sort of refaked it. We put the knight's armor on two of our gray water guys so that we've sure, got yep. like the right number of people sitting. I imagine for our barbarians, we probably put you, Polka, inside where the Minotaur was. The Winception. Yeah. <laughs> van, so yeah, that makes sense. We can put the Winnebago in there and then you can shake it and make Minotaur noises if we need them. <laughs> Roar. <laughs> probably put Quinny and myself up on the front driving it just yeah, because Quinny can throw up an energy shield if we need to. I can? I, well, I don't know what the fuck your powers are, but you're wizardy. No? You want to be inside? No, man. I can't do that. All right. <laughs> Quinny's inside and I will stop making good, assumptions. Good thing the adventure didn't hinge on that. Yeah. That could have been real bad. So then I'll sit up at front with Juniper or whoever Juniper would like to become for this purpose of the ride. I'm just going to be Juniper for this part. Great. So we're, we're in gray water uniforms up front knowing the signals. Cool. So you start rolling north. The road is very difficult. Seems some asshole dug a bunch of holes and left a bunch of rocks and sticks and, and trees and logs. Um, <laughs> what a jerk. Yeah, so, I don't know who it is, so I just keep swearing. <laughs> so you have to spend some time clearing that. Unfortunately, it does slow your progress quite a bit. You don't encounter any other prison transports en route. After a couple days' worth of travel, you arrive at Neverwinter. Is there anything you want to talk about on the road? I feel like I'd be talking with Juniper just to find out a little bit more about her life and what's been going on. And I imagine we probably put Quinny in with Polka. Yeah. So someone's got to be driving the cart. So up front with Juniper, I'd be sharing my story. You know me, I probably spent an entire two days telling my whole life story before I ask a single question. So she knows everything about everything, except I wouldn't say too much about Manny Okay. in the first two days. I'd share everybody else's information, mm -hmm. and then I'd start asking her about her, and then depending on what she shares, then I'd decide whether or not to talk about Manny. Juniper, do you tell Butthole much? I mean, you kind of know where I'm from. No, you said somewhere oh. mysterious. Yeah, I mean, my people, we just, well, changelings, not that common. A lot of people don't really like us that much. That's weird. Well, I mean, because we could look like anyone. Can you look like me? 
I've always wanted to know what I look like to somebody else. Like not like in a mirror where it's all backwards, but like I think like it's pretty close. And uh, uh, <laughs> and I and I changed my appearance. <laughs> But I'm gonna stay. I'm gonna stay like juniper size, so that I don't like bust my armor. I'm smaller than Juniper's I thought. a big lady, though, right? She's five four. Oh, she's just strong, but she's not. Yeah, she's very, very muscular. Got Only it. in comparison to like the tiny anime child that she is. Sometimes yes. she's much <laughs> larger than that. Tom, how close to me does she look? What am I seeing? Or do you need a performance check? Or how does this work for how good? Yeah, it I don't know. How does changing? I just changed my appearance. Really? Does it? So do what, do you, what do you look like then? I look like a reflection of you. Oh, God damn it! No, I do. said I need. I need to know exactly what oh, I look exactly like. Oh, exactly what like, you yeah, look like. I, I, I right. see myself in the mirror all the time, but I want to get like the vibe. Okay, let me let me try again. Takes a little bit more concentration to do this though. Now, do you do that weird thing where like, you make like a? My <laughs> <laughs> like, you're changing. Flesh reforms. Yeah. yeah. What does what does it look like to see you change? Because I've never seen you change before. So it's basically imagine flesh kind of becoming a bit amorphous, and it's going to slowly change. Like I'm, it doesn't go into my natural form, but it'll just slowly morph from like my features into buttholes. I think when you try it again, you accidentally end up looking more like Reginald. You don't know who that is, but me no like. Let's let's go back to okay. Juniper. That one's a little spooky. Um, where are you out in the world? I mean, you got that blank piece of paper that you say there's a prophecy on. Like, what's the prophecy telling you? You got to work with us? Yeah. What happens if you don't do the prophecy? You're like, ah, forget it. Well, Burn the paper. I mean, there's a chance that the world could turn to darkness forever. What's, what's, the, what's the over-under <laughs> on that? <laughs> kind of, I don't kind know. Of a line on that? I don't know. <laughs> do you have to complete How the prophecy you, or just follow? I have to complete it, but it only gives me one line at a time. So right now I'm helping you. That's pretty trippy. Have you ever heard of the Great Collide? You wrote me a history check. One. <laughs> but not natural. <laughs> I rolled a two. You have not. No, I, I have no idea what it's that is. Just, is that where your butt, like when you're farting, no, your butt cheeks flap and no, then the great collides no, in the no, middle? No, no, no. This is like worldwide. This is crazy. No one knows about it. So what is it? It's a time of great change, kind of upheaval of the world, and it'll either turn out really great or really bad. So it's right now. I think so. Oh, that's pretty high stakes. And I'm just supposed to be helping the world prepare for it however I can. And right now that means helping you. Well, I'm glad you're on the team. But what if it suddenly said, like, kill these guys? Kill you guys? Yeah, what if it suddenly said that? Well... I don't mean to sound paranoid, but after a certain point when all of your friends have made pacts with dark gods you don't understand, you really start to wonder about what happens with new friends. I can hear you up there. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I don't think it'll say that. But what if it did? then it would be for the greater good. So you do it. You feel a bright tingle in your pocket where you hold the prophecy. Just give me a minute, all right? I'll get back to you on that. I pull out the scroll. It just has an ellipsis. I mean... It's in Times New Roman font. I can't see it, but I know that. It hasn't told me to kill you yet. That really draws a line there. I just want to say, like, I can make you a promise that if it tells me to kill you, I'll show you when we'll talk about it. Okay, that's a pretty reasonable promise. I'm less creeped out now. I don't want to kill you. What? I don't want to kill anyone. That's what a lot of people say, but then they start promising things to assorted demons. And this is the thing, no. Juniper. I deal with people through my whole life who've just been partnering with things they don't understand. And then they keep doing what that thing says, and then it bites them in the ass. So all I'm saying is you got to look into the prophecy and where it starts. Whose prophecy? Why does it have to be you who does it? What exactly are the consequences and what are the terms of the agreement? Everyone's just making these agreements and not reading the fine print. Sure, it's seven or eight pages and nobody else reads it on their agreement. But until you know, you don't know what you're agreeing to. Maybe they could take their whole powers back or just require you to kill everybody. What if you're the bad side of the Great Collide? I think we can assume that if I'm supposed to help you and you seem to be fighting for the light, 
that this prophecy wants the good to come out of this. Here's one thing I've learned in my whole life. Always look a gift horse right in that mouth immediately. Smash cut to inside the prison wagon. So Quinny and Polka, you guys have been listening to this whole conversation, but also you've been doing something else this whole time. What have you guys been doing to pass the time in the cart? Play some cards? No, obviously you want to play some cards. Right. For money. Let's make it clear. We're gambling. Sure, yeah. I don't have any money, so this will be nice for me. Oh, that's less appealing then. Um, oh, no, I mean, um, <laughs> I'll owe you if I lose. That's what was said on the first day. On the second day, I've agreed to stake Quinny. Now we're talking. All right, yeah, let's get it. By the third day, Yevgenovich has that little like dealer's hat going. Uh, <laughs> Uh, ladies and gentlemen, the, the, the game is Faerun Holden Passum. He doesn't know the rules at all. You just kind of let him shuffle his own deck, and he keeps passing it out, and you just ignore his cards. It's like the unplugged uh, controller for your little brother. It's 100% like, yeah. the unplugged controller for your little brother. Okay, great. All right, so um, <laughs> I need both of you to roll me a dice to see who wins. How much gold are you staking on this? I mean, How much do you give me? I gave you 500. How many days in are we? Day three, possibly a four. All right, so I'm going to bet 300 then. Yeah, okay. So yeah, you guys are even. You've been playing for three days. This is where the stakes get so, high. So yeah. we've been ramping up, and now we're at the culmination of the ramp up, and this is it. Okay, let's do it. Die fell out of my hand, but that counts as a die roll. I just want to clear with you. I'm adding my proficiency because I'm proficient with cards. <laughs> are you kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> well, this is some grade A bullshit right here. Right, go I'm ahead. rolling the dice anyway. I think I rolled the same thing he did, yeah, so but I don't on have the a proficiency plus to my cards. <laughs> what do I add to this? I need to add something. Athletics this is a very athletic card game. Slam those cards yeah, that's down. Right. <laughs> uh, I'll let you add wisdom or intelligence. Oh, okay. Those aren't great for me. That's a total of 16. Yeah, that's 14 for me. So Quinny wins the first hand. Right, we'll say best of three. Okay. So. Cool. 12. 23. Yeah. <laughs> this is why Quinny's been betting so little. He's just been <laughs> yeah. like I'm card sharking. sharking. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You play cards with a rogue. Oh, yeah, I really shouldn't be doing that. I think it's a halfling wizard thing. You shouldn't be good at this. <laughs> so, go ahead. Uh-oh. Oh, that's good. Oh, yeah, you win that last time. Oh, there we go. And if we're doing a ramp up, as we had discussed, yep. looks like I've been sharking you. Well done. Oh, there you go. Game recognized game. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, like, up top, there's this horrible conversation about soul selling, blah, blah, blah. You guys are just having a great time. Gambling. So I'm going to give the card playing guys a point of inspiration each. Nice. Ooh, Sweet. Um, for coming pals, playing cards. Nice. There's a bit of a camaraderie there now. So you have higher odds of earning further inspiration if you do things to assist each other in combat. Mm. Easy. All right, fun. So on the fourth day, the carts start to approach the checkpoint at the southern gate to Neverwinter. As you approach, you can see that outside the gate, there are large banners of the unseen hand that are unfurled. You can see people are in the process of turning those over and hanging gray water banners in their place. There's some commotion around the gate. There's a lot of displaced peasants and stuff. You can see a lot of people have been kicked out of town. So there's a weird tent city that's established outside. However, as they see you approaching, they wave to slow down, but it's it's definitely they're, they're shoving people out of the way and kind of making room for the carts. And so a couple of guards walk up and greet. Who's driving right now? Myself and Juniper. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're like, oh, uh, transport's back? Oh, yeah. How'd the ambush go? That went pretty well. Yeah, we got a couple of uh, extras down below. Can I see the heads? You brought the heads, right? Oh, we brought the whole people, baby. You want to show those unseen hand what's getting done? You got to bring them in alive. Yeah, man. I hear that. It's raiding on expert mode. Great. Um, <laughs> so can you roll me a deception check, please? Do I have advantage because I know the hand gestures yeah, and stuff? Yeah, sure. Yeah. It'll give you advantage based on just all the prep and shit that you guys put into this. Deception was 17. Beats his four. Um, <laughs> so uh, he kind of nods and he waves you through. So you roll up to the gate and you hear, oh, uh, hang on. Uh, sorry, one minute there. 
And looking over, you see a very smiley man striding over to you, dressed in a plain white button-up and, and slacks. Hi, I'm Chad Underbottom. Uh, I just wanted to uh, you know, check the cards before you go in. Make sure everything's on the level. Okay there, pal? Absolutely. Uh, listen, we got people down below. They're all shackled up. The only one I would suggest you not go into, not because you can't, but just Prinduncle sort of got hurt and is really pissed off oh, about no, how the Oh, no, my buddy the Minotaur got a little boo-boo. Oh, I don't care for that much. I better go check on him. Oh, no, no, no. Trust me. He's determined that if he eats enough concrete, he's going to be back to 100%. And he popped a lot. So right now he says he can't stop, but I think it's just a whole ego thing. He's going to be patched up pretty quick. It's not bad, but it's an ego thing with him. You know what he's like. Say there, champ. I don't think I've seen you around here before. Who are you? Oh, I'm one of the new hires. I was actually from way back when. If you talk to some of the old guard, I mean, I'm excited now that we're getting a town. I was like, I got it so back up with these guys All right, again. it's going to be pretty great. Oh, yeah, absolutely the Our best. Our nation. Exactly. It's about time. Mm-hmm. The Great Water Nation. Is that the title we're going with? I haven't heard the official name. Oh, uh, don't worry. It'll all be revealed when the commander gives his speech in about an hour. Oh, fantastic. Cool. Where's the speech at? I got to make sure I'm there. Oh, it'll be uh, outside the new castle. Excellent. Looking forward to it. Great. Deception check, please. At disadvantage. He's just, he's so earnest. You can't help but want to tell him the truth. Eleven. Okie dokie. Well, you guys have a great time. Yeah, you too, Mr. Underbottom. Wait a minute. No one calls me Underbottom. I insist on being called Chad. Mr. Underbottom's my father. (laughs) Oh, you. Sorry, I'm new. I don't know the bits. Okay. (laughs) And he just starts backing away while maintaining eye contact and smiling at you. I give him a thumbs up. Arms down by his side. Yeah, exactly. His arms are not swaying. And the carts roll in and you can feel his eyes on you the whole way through. Cool. I'm just going to keep waving at him. Why aren't you waving back? Bye. (laughs) Okay, bye. (laughs) So you roll into town. Um, I was going to say, based on how that went, I think a few blocks in, I'm like, everybody get the fuck out. We're probably going to get attacked by something. <laughs> so, so we're just going to unwheel the battle wagon. Like, fuck this whole thing. It got us into town. And then we can go on foot. Like, get rid of the shackles. We can keep the uniforms if they're accurate, but all the old uniforms fucking go for street clothes. So you're ditching the carts just sort of the main road? No, we're, we're going to pull off into like a side alley or somewhere. Because, I mean, we have been here before. I imagine Quinny having sneaked around a shitload during the trial might know a place where we can just sort of sure. get yeah. him undercover kind of thing and then we're ditching him because if we got spotted we can't fake that shit yeah. and are you leaving the battle wagon in one or are you leaving the truck we can take the battle wagon it's not recognized in these here parts so I think we'll underducking it yeah yeah Unless we feel like we could cover up that wagon to make it look like something else. Do you think we'd do something innocent? Like maybe someone with a shop on wheels, like a, a yeah, wagon can we do for that? merchandise or Quickly something? Enough, do you think we could do that? Like a cobbler or something like that. Like yeah, yeah. Or, uh, yeah. I go rip off a legitimate business and take like all their advertising and marketing <laughs> material, and I bring it back to dress up our wagon. <laughs> okay, great. So you're now a uh, Shag Nasty's promotional wagon. Perfect. It says, try our new remote locations, and it's got various locations around the, the world. The remote In- version is called Porn Hut, uh, and it's available <laughs> for you to stream porno wherever you're watching. <laughs> This is the mobile version, so it's actually oh, yeah. called the Shaggin' Wagon. Well, this is the Shaggin' Wagon, but we're promoting Pornhut, where, where you can watch through a, a, a screen what's happening in a real Shag Nasties. Okay, great. All right. I'll allow it. This episode of Dum Dums and Dragons features the voices of Ryan LaPlante at the Ryan LaPlante on Twitter, Tyler Hewitt at Tyler underscore Hewitt on Twitter, Laura Hamstra at EL Hamstring on Twitter, our special guest, and our DM Tom McGee at McGeeTD on Twitter. This episode's sound was edited and mixed by Laura Hamstra. And Dum Dums and Dragons artwork is by Del Borovic, who can be found at delborovic.com. Our theme songs are And Now for That Massive Coronary and Skipping Through the Orchestra Pit Part 1 by Peter Gresser. And our ad music is 
There's No Control and Chiefs by Jazzar. J-A-H-Z-Z-A-R. All available at freemusicarchive.org. When it comes to Dum Dums and Dice, you can visit our website at dumdumdice.com. Our Twitter and Instagram are at dumdumdice and on Facebook at facebook.com slash dumdumdice. But most importantly, we've got merchandise at redbubble.com slash people slash dumdumdice or you can join our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. And tune in next week for more Dum Dums and Dragons. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. <laughs> Are you two still awake? Dad, we're too excited! You'll be tired at Mockery Manor tomorrow, and it's bigger than ever, so you really do need to sleep. Daddy, tell us about the new expansion! Okay, okay. Yay! Once upon a time, there was a wonderful place, Mockery Manor. Everyone loved it, but sometimes it felt lonely. The manor longed for a companion, so they built a whole new park right next door and called it Claytonville. And it was the... Rootinest, tootinest place you ever did see. Yee-haw! Hop on board the brand new Mockery Railroad all the way to Claytonville. Toot-toot! In Claytonville, there are four cowboy lands to explore. Lasso a goat in Farmin Valley. Kiss your girl's best friend in Lovelorn Town. Stop it, Terry. And in Cowboy Christmas Town, hop on down to the Bluegrass Grotto to meet Cowboy Santa. Ho, ho, ho down! And are you brave enough to ride the wildest ride in Claytonville? Look out, it's the Four Spurs Man Train! Two parks in one and only $19.99 for a family of four. And how about you? Yeah, that's right. You. Listening to this. Are you ready to come back? To Mockery Manor. Season 3. Available now. <laughs>